Welcome to Clear the Clutter. My name is Margaret, and this podcast is where I give you practical and spiritual advice to get your time back so you can finally spend it how you really want. Hello, hello. Welcome to today's episode. So today's episode is episode number 57, and I'm going to be teaching you how to develop unshakable faith. So unshakable faith to me doesn't mean that you're blind to reality. It doesn't mean that you put your head in the sand and you're just like, well, if I just keep thinking about it, then of course it has to happen. Unshakable faith is faith in yourself, faith in your ability to show up, faith in your willingness to do whatever the work is, whether it's emotional, financial, spiritual, um, to go ahead and get get the results that you desire. To me, that's unshakable faith. It's more about creating unshakable faith in yourself and your ability to take care of yourself in multitudes of levels than it is to have just a blind faith that if you think about it enough, dream about it enough, or do whatever, that it will just happen, right? So as always, actually, I shouldn't say as always, if you are new to this podcast, um, Over the past 50-something episodes, I have tweaked the format a little bit, but basically what the format will be for anyone that is new is I'll go over, deep dive into today's topic, I'll go over a bunch of journal prompts, and then the journal prompts will be available for you to buy if you want to go ahead and do them in a workbook style, just because I love a good workbook. For me, when I really want to you know, become something, change my mindset, change my thought process. For me, I have to write it out. So I started creating, instead of just journal prompt images, I actually ended up creating workbooks. They're only 99 cents. The link is in the show notes if you want them. But it's a workbook with all of the journal prompts. And then obviously you also get the image with it. So if you want, you can listen to this episode. But if you really want to dive deeper, then I would just recommend buying the workbook and then listening to it again a second time. Think of it as like a, a free audio mini course for 99 cents. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. So unshakable faith, like I said, for me, it is about creating unshakable faith in myself. So let me give you a very clear example. I have unshakable faith that no matter what, I will always figure out how to take care of my family. Now, that's a very broad statement. So if I wanted to narrow that statement down, that could be I will always take care of my family financially. That means I will work whatever job I need to. I will hustle whatever I need to. I will continue to go ahead and make smart financial decisions. I will continue to make sure that, you know, taxes are paid on time and um, bills are paid on time. I take care of our credit score because for me, those are all the things that are included in taking care of my family. I'll make sure, you know, we have groceries, even like, that sounds like a silly thing, but like for me, there's a multitude of ways I take care of my family. I give everyone huggies and snuggles and I give them love and I show my appreciation. So there's all these different things that I have genuinely unshakable faith that I will always take care of my family. And as I've gotten older, that definition has not only become a lot more concrete, but it's had more categories. In the beginning, in my early 20s, when Ben and I had first gotten married, Um, again, for anyone that doesn't know, we got married, I was 19, he had just turned 20. So we were super young when we got married. Um, for me, that meant showing up and going to jobs that just sucked my soul. Um, I, I don't know, we've done it in our twenties where we passed the whole breadwinner, like mantle, I guess you could call it back and forth. So there would be times where I was a breadwinner 
And then there would be times where he would make a little bit more than me. And there were times where maybe I was just the only one working and he was building something on the side, which eventually led into the motorcycle shop. So we've, we've kind of passed that, that mantle of who is, you know, bringing in the most income to the household between the two of us throughout our twenties. But I always had this thought process that no matter what, I would always take care of my family and I would always provide health insurance and I would always bring in income. And I have, no matter what job I've worked at, no matter whether we worked for ourselves or whether we worked for other people, I've always carried the insurance or I, you know, when we worked for ourselves, I made sure we had access to insurance and I always did my part. I always showed up and I always brought in income. Did I make the smartest decisions with that income? Not necessarily. There was obviously a growth in that, but that was my unshakable faith that I would take care of my family. That was literally the world would have to end and I would have to be dead for me not to have that faith. So I like to think of that, like I said, that faith is something that it is what you believe in yourself, you know, because I've seen other people have unshakable faith in things outside themselves. And when you do that, it gets messy, especially as things change. Because again, the world is constantly changing. I mean, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, there's a war going on in Russia. There is uh, changes in pricing on food and on energy. There's, you know, depending on where you're at, COVID still is going on and you have restrictions for that. There is job changes. There's expectations of what it looks like to take care of your family, you know, whether you're a parent or not, how easy it is to become a parent. So there's all these things that are constantly changing. So I, I get hesitant when t people take things and they put the faith outside of themselves. And that could be putting faith in a religion. That could be putting faith in a technology. That could be taking your faith and putting it into a job. And sometimes it even means taking your faith and putting it into your spouse where it's not a healthy balance that you also have faith that you will do your part. I have always been a proponent in every single podcast episode. I'm always encouraging you to do your part because no matter what, no matter everything that goes in your life, you are the only person you can control basically 99.9% .9 of the time, right? So to, to say that I'm going to have unshakable faith in, in a job or in a company or in an industry or in, uh, I don't know, my electric bill or whatever random thing that is outside of yourself, I think that's setting you up for failure. Because as things change, what it's going to do, and this is why I say that, what it's going to do is as things change or as things have evolved or as companies or products or prices or whatever make a different decision, then your subconscious is going to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I thought this is what we had agreed on. Why? Why is this changing now? I, I didn't sign up for this change. I didn't okay this change. And while your subconscious is saying that, you're going to start to, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, freak out a little bit. And you're going to get an unequal amount of stress because you might feel like you're out of control. So let me give you an example. My dad has been transitioning. He worked at a company. I think it was like 12 years he worked at this one company. He was one of the first remote people before remote was even a thing for like the last literal 12 years. He would um, fly on site because he had job sites that he would manage projects. Um, he was a project manager. So he would go ahead and fly out to Utah, Omaha, Texas, whatever, right? To go work on his projects that he was responsible for. And so his... His thought process, and I've, I have seen this, um, hence where the episode came from, or the inspiration, I should say, but I, I saw him have, good, bad, or indifferent, unshakable faith in the company that he worked for. And then 
without obviously anyone knowing, the company got sold and bought out by another company, an equally large company, an equally large player in the industry, right? And so his faith of, oh, my company will always take care of me. My company will always be there. There may be good and bad, but my company will always be there. When that company that he worked for got bought out, that completely like wrecked him, genuinely wrecked him. He was obviously afraid of what does it mean? Am I going to have a transition job? Am I going to get let go? Is there even going to be a package? Am I going to get recognized for the last decade of work, blood, sweat, and tears I've put into this position to make my company better, blah, 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 like all of these things, right? Instead of having, so he had all of this face faith, all this emotion, all of this energy tied up into a company. Instead of having the faith in himself, or at least, uh, I hate the word, the phrase calling back your power, but it, it kind of fits in this scenario, calling back the power to himself, right? So instead of saying, or instead of believing, or even instead of feeling that, oh, I have the faith and my company will take care of me. I have a faith that I will have a job that pays this much. I will have faith that blah, 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 blah. And it's all external things that he can't control. Because again, had he had control, the company wouldn't have gotten sold and bought by someone else. What I would want him or you in this scenario to have is I want you to have faith in yourself. So this is where that unshakable faith in you comes into play. So what I would have wanted him to do was say, it doesn't matter what company I work for, I always can provide. I will always make an income range of this. I will always show up and bring my A game. I will always blah, 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 things that are important to you, right? So that is the difference between having unshakable faith in yourself and in an outside entity that you can't control. Another thing that I kind of want to point out is a subtle difference is when you start to take back the power, and I'm using you know air quotes here, right? But when you start to take back that power and you start to recognize the faith and the effort and the work you put into it and that it's coming from you, your mindset and your, your body shifts a little bit. You start to bring what I call is your A game to the table because you know that, okay, doesn't matter what company I'm working at. I could be working at the crappiest fast food, fast food place in the world, or I could be running a Fortune 500 company. I will show up and bring my A game. I will, sh I will try. I will learn. I will be honest if I make mistakes. I will do this, 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 and this. Your vibe, your energy, your passion, your dedication shows up completely differently. And this was probably one of the hardest things because... When you have a low paying job, when you have a shitty paying job, it is very hard to even want to bring your full A game and your faith of who you are and what you can do to this job that literally is what you feel is not paying you in proportion to the amount of energy you're expending. Trust me, I, I've legitimately been there. I, I felt when I worked at, you know, when I was a teenager and I worked at Burger King and I'm like, okay, I'm bringing all this passion, this energy, this, this vibe to being a cashier, not a cashier, I wasn't even a cashier. It was, I was the second window person that like handed out the food because the where, where I used to work, the front one was a cashier. And then the second one, like I handed out the food, the French fries, the drinks, and I would kind of bag everything up, right? And I was also partially responsible for the front dining room to make sure it stayed clean, you know, wipe down mats, things like that. So I'm making basically nothing I, you know i had this you know and all intents and purposes crappy dead-end job and i still figured out how to bring my a-game i still figured out how to have faith in who i was and what i wanted to stand for when i was working for someone else because i was at least in some form conscious enough to know that 
Whatever habits I develop is a habits I'm going to bring with me wherever I go. So it's not the matter of, oh, I only want you to bring your A game to a company or a position that pays you appropriately. I want you to get into the habit that you have unshakable faith that no matter what is going on, you will always bring your A game to the table. No matter what is going on, you will always show up. You will always strive. You will always try. And here's why. Here's the part that a lot of people don't recognize or they they kind of get burnt out on and they never make it to this part. The entire point of doing that and bringing your A game because you have unshakable faith in who you are and how you show up is that you stand out. There are so many people. Oh, my God. I Ben and I complain about this all the time, right? There are so many people that show up and they're there in body, but the rest of them has checked out. And you're like, it takes five extra effort points to do this, to do that, write a sticky note, write it down, put it something in the count, like all these little micro things that make a massive difference between just showing up and doing the bare minimum of, of the job and then showing up and saying, well, I have pride in my work. And when you have, like I said, for me, that's a huge part of building the faith and having an unshakable faith in who I am is pride in my work. I want, no matter what I touch, no matter what I do, for me to be bringing my A game. Now, clearly that has evolved over time, but what that has done for me is it has helped me create connections outside of my job. It has helped me get promotions that literally never would have come out if it hadn't been for my reputation. So one clear example was when I was working in healthcare, um, I was in, I think I was like, I don't know, 22, 23, maybe um, I was working at WellCare. I was a pharmacy level two technician um, on the insurance side. Right. So we handled all of the authorizations for um, chemo, radiation, you know, insulin, very big drugs that either cost a lot of money or basically could kill you. Um, so I was part of this really, really small team and a bunch of my coworkers had been started to get recruited to go work at this startup company. And it was a tech company. It was a healthcare company. Well, it was a tech company that created products for healthcare industries and for insurance companies. And I still hadn't even finished my bat. I think I, I was wondering, I think I just started my bachelor's maybe. Um, so my bachelor's wasn't done on paper. I wasn't qualified. I didn't have enough experience. I made only 12, I remember this, I made only $12 and 50 cents an hour. And that was like, you know, I was, you know, big pimping, um, you know, on paper, if you just looked at my resume, none of the qualifications I had would make sense for me to go ahead and get this opportunity to move to another company. But here's the difference. I had unshakable, even if I couldn't have qualified it or quantified it back then, I had unshakable faith that I always brought Again, this is obviously job specific, but I always brought my A game to whatever company I was at. I wanted to make sure that, and I always coached it in the sense of my reputation, right? But I wanted to make sure that my reputation was, if someone mentioned my name, they followed it up with, yeah, Maggie tries really hard. Maggie's always willing to learn. Maggie always, you know, she may not be perfect, <laughs> but she's always willing to try and to show up and be honest and graceful and all of these things, right? That's what I wanted my reputation for my career to be because of that. And because of the people I worked with that I tried so hard again at a $12 and 50 cents hour job where I, I somewhat stumbled into, you know, cause I went from entry level to entry level to, you know, an insurance company, but again, an entry level position, you know, that turned into with one person, my friend, Dan, um, he ended up getting recruited into the software company. 
he had on paper way more qualifications than I had, like if you put a side by side. Because of my work ethic, he recommended me. I had an interview with, I think she was like the director at that point, um, or maybe one of the directors. Her name was Becky. I had a 10-minute interview, and she's like, okay, I want to offer you the job. Dan says you work really, really hard, and he speaks very highly of you. And I'm like, okay, great. And within that one 10-minute phone call, I went from making $12.50 an hour to $40,000. Again, on paper, none of this should have happened. But again, I had unshakable faith in who I wanted to be, who I wanted, how I wanted to be represented, and what my reputation looked like. And then because of that, because I was willing to learn and all these other things I've said, when I went to go work at this other company... Again, I knew nothing. I knew nothing about software. I knew nothing about IT. It didn't matter that I had a bunch of family that was in IT and Ben was in IT at that time. I hadn't done any of it. And then, of course, go figure. The company I ended up working for was a software company. Everyone in my family that was in IT was in the hardware. So if you don't know, know IT or understand IT, it's two, it's two different fields, right? You either have the software side or you have the hardware side. The two were not interchangeable. So I had like no one in my family that I could be like, okay, well, get me up to speed or coach me or help me or this or that. So, you know, it goes back to because I had the faith in myself, because I knew how I wanted to show up, because of doing that, even though I was at a job that financially didn't make sense, I got this massive opportunity and that one opportunity created so many big cascading effects for me. It, it gave me confidence in making more money. It gave me confidence in going after bigger fishes and blah, 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 all these things, right? So it's the same thing. So if maybe me talking about having unshakable faith and like your reputation isn't vibing, let's think about it in money. So another thing that a lot of people don't recognize is most of the time they will figure out no matter what, how to pay X, Y, and Z, you know, literally shit could be hitting the fan. You're, you're broke as a joke, blah, blah, blah. But somehow you always figure out how to pay the bill It may be late. It may be with fees. It may be on payment plans, but you somehow always figure out how to pay X. So what I want you to do is I want you to Instead of, you know, having unshakable faith that, okay, I will, I'll figure out how to pay this, even if it's going to be a struggle, I want you to kind of tweak it and change it and recognize that, oh, well, I just have unshakable faith that I always pay my bills. And maybe that can even change into, I've got unshakable faith that I will always pay my bills and that I've got money on the side. I've got money in savings or I can pay my bills early or whatever the scenario is. It's, it goes back into you betting on you, you going ahead and backing yourself. And I talk a ton about money in this podcast um, in general, because money and business for me are very intertwined. And if you do have money issues or money struggles, um, I would, would definitely recommend you check out, I'll put it in the show notes, so don't worry about trying to remember it. But it is Drop the Money Struggle um, is probably one of my favorite courses I recommend. I recommend it all the time. Um, obviously, if you get that course, there is a bonus that I provide. You just have to send me an email uh, with a screenshot showing that you have paid for the course. And then I will go ahead and add you to this private bonus that you only get access to if you've bought the Betting on Me course. Um, but it all goes back to betting on yourself. It all goes back to taking your faith and instead, like I said, instead of putting it in the job, in the company, in the, the business, in the this is, in the that, it's how do you get it back to where it's supposed to be? You. 
I'm always willing to show up. I'm always going to do my best. I'm always willing to learn. I'm always willing to adapt. I'm always willing to, you know, one of my favorite phrases, what I don't know, I hire someone to teach me. Those things that I have used, those tools, those mantras, those journal prompts that I have used over the last decade is how I took myself and I started to create unshakable faith in myself, in all areas of my life, not just in, it started out in, in business. And then from there, it started to evolve into, well, I was like, okay, well, if I can go ahead and, like I said, if I can go ahead and jump into a, from a $12 and 50 cents an hour job to a $40,000 an hour or an hour, I wish $40,000 a year job just because of my work ethic. Okay. Well, clearly I, I figured out how to do it in business and I was able to duplicate it a couple other times. And so I started to build confidence in myself that I could do this in business. So I started taking that confidence and I started moving it to money. And again, when I started to create, you know, create healthy habits, healthy patterns, um, got us out of kind of like a, va a, a vicious cycle in regards to money and, and lack and all of that. Once I started to fix that and I was like, okay, well, what other areas can I develop unshakable faith in? in myself. And then the next thing was knowing that I will always make the right decision on when to show up and when to rest. That has been something that has been a really big, I don't want to say behind the scenes project, but it's been like, if you think about it, the latest and greatest thing I've been experimenting with, you know, I started switching out to a different content recording schedule. I've started giving myself massive amounts of permission to go to bed at nine 30. Um, or regardless of the time, if I'm tired, there has been nights where I'm like, you know, what? it's like 8.05 and I am just, I am done. I am like ding fries are done, done. <laughs> so I'll go, I'll take my shower. I'll take my fur babies out. I'll give Ben a kiss. And then my butt by 8.30 is in bed. So, you know, it's, it's developing the faith in, I, I, I am going to understand at a very deeper, more intuitive level, how to take care of myself. And if my body says you're tired, then I, I will understand, okay, I'm tired. Let me rearrange things. Or on other nights where I am like bouncing off the walls and I'm like a, you know, a two-year-old on a sugar high, you know, how do I use that energy? How do I, I don't want to say manipulate it, but how do I ride that energy? And how do I develop the unshakable faith that me making the call on how my body needs to be taken care of is the right thing to do? Because again, it goes back to just the same concept of business. If I am taking care of myself in a, in a healthier manner, then I go back and I bring my A game to the thing. So it's the same set of scenarios. You know, when I started recognizing how do I bring my A game to my Burger King job as a kid, it's the same principles I'm using now to taking care of myself. If I don't go to bed on those nights where I'm like dog ass tired, then the content I produce is kind of meh. There's no fire. There's no passion. I'm not vibing with it. It feels like I have to force it and I'll have to redo it three or four or five times versus just going to bed. It doesn't matter what the time is. If I'm tired, I'm tired. Or on the nights where I'm like on fire and I'm like bouncing off the walls, instead of fighting it and trying to go to bed early and trying to do all these things to trick myself to go to sleep, no, run with it. If that means I need to sit down and record three episodes in a row, run with it. Record the three episodes in a row. If I need to create journal prompts, if I need to create new videos for my VA, if I need to do workbooks or if I need to fix my website because there's a random issue on my web, whatever it is, like I have to have the unshakable faith that I know how to take care of myself and I have to recognize it. So with these different multitudes, let me actually, before I even go into the journal prompts, I want to give you one more example. 
I have unshakable faith in regards to love. So I have, and I, I feel, I am very aware that I was lucky to have a foundation of parents that deeply love me. They may not have always made the right decisions. There was plenty of things they didn't know how to teach me, which is fine. I, I learned them from other sources. But no matter what, I knew I was loved. So I took that foundation of un unshakable love, unshakable faith, right? That no matter what, I will be loved. Like, I, again, my world would have to end. I would have to die for me to not believe that. So I took that and I, I moved it into my marriage. I would attract, and again, I did this... I was, I started dating Ben when I was 16 years old. Yeah, because he had just, I was thinking, he had just turned 17. So yeah, so I, I had this understanding whether I was conscious of it or not at like 16, because again, I've been with him for the last 15 years. So I had this understanding that I am deserving of love. I am worthy of love. Love is a part of everything that I do. And so I take that unshakable faith in regards that love is everything that I do. And I apply it to my fur babies. I apply it to the, the children that we are trying to bring into this world. I apply it to my husband. I've gotten better at applying it to my friends to show maybe not necessarily love, but how much I deeply appreciate them or how I care about them or how much they mean to me. I've gotten better at displaying that with my family because again, it all comes from me. So all of this, and I say all of this comes from you or me, but I don't mean it in an exhausting way. I mean it in a, this is my new energetic minimum. Everyone in my sphere will know that I deeply love and appreciate them because it just is a part of who I am. Just like my reputation when I used to work, you know, back in IT was Margaret will do her damnedest whether she, you know, knows it or not. She will always try her best. So it becomes a part of who you are. And when it becomes a part of who you are, it is nowhere near as much work and I'm using air quotes here but it's nowhere near as much work as it would have been in the past had you not made it who you are so part of making it who you are is taking the action doing the whether it's the journal prompts or maybe something comes to you while you're listening to this audio but whatever it is it's taking that action and start making it a part of your day-to-day -day life and for me I've always found it easier to implement something if I pick a category and I implement it. So again, for me, it was easier to do it in business. And then when I recognized it, I moved it over to money. And then once I recognized I was comfortable where I was at with money, then I've started moving it to taking care of myself. So it's the same concept. You're just applying it to different areas. Every time I've tried applying it to all areas at once, I, it, it was such a struggle and it was so overwhelming and it was frankly exhausting that I never actually did the change. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and transition you into the journal prompts. Again, if you want to listen to them and write them down and maybe go backwards into this episode, feel free to do so. If you want to buy the workbook, the link is in the show notes or it's on the shop page. Um, you can go ahead and buy the workbook there. Again, it's an instant download. You can print it out. I did make it printable friendly because I love to print things. Um, or you can go ahead and like import it into like GoodNotes or you can import it into like uh, Evernote or something like that. And you can use your tablet or your computer or whatever to go ahead and do your notes digitally. So you've got some options in there if you want to uh, use the workbook as part of the audio. So journal prompt number one is 
what areas are you not backing yourself? So this is, again, this is identifying the areas you're not backing yourself. Pick your category. Is it that you're not backing yourself in love? Is it not backing yourself in money? Are you not ba backing yourself in boundaries? Like, do you not know how to say no? Um, are you, like what I've been doing, are you learning how to, like, rest because you really, really sucked at it? What areas are you not backing yourself? What areas do you not have unshakable faith in your ability to do it? Journal prompt number two is what are you getting out of staying small? So for me, I do have this belief that if we don't identify it, or even if we do identify it, there's always a benefit of staying small. It's not a good benefit, but there's a benefit there nonetheless. Staying small might be easier. It might be safer. It might be because you don't know how to model someone or you don't know what you want, or, you know, that means you would have to stand up for yourself or that means you'd have to say no and what if people don't like you so there's something you're getting out of staying small identify it because if you can identify it then you can change it journal prompt number three is going to be list out the ways that develop developing faith in your ability to show up is going to better your life so basically whatever you wrote for number two i want you to counteract it in number three so if um let's say your boundary is and where you're not backing yourself is you don't know how to say no so what are you getting out of staying small? Well, a ton of people always come to you and they want you and they ask for your help. Well, if you started developing your ability and your faith to go ahead and say no, what are the good things that are going to show up in your life? Oh, you might not be getting taken advantage of. You might have more money because people aren't trying to like shake you down and never pay you back. You might have more free time. You might really deeply understand who's your friend and who's not your friend. So I want you to start identifying that there is a benefit of changing whatever it is. So then that way you can start to build the steps of believing in yourself. And then of course, number four, what action steps do you need to take to make this a reality? So what things do you need to do? Just like I was talking about what I did in business, just like I was talking about in doing what I was doing in money, just like what I'm talking about currently now in learning how to take care of myself, I'm taking action steps. I'm listening, you know, to my body when it's time to, you know, record three episodes in a night and I'm listening to my body when it's time to go to bed early. I'm hiring people when I don't know something. I hire them, you know, to teach me what I don't know. I blah, 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 whatever it is, I want you to actually write down the action steps. And obviously the, the more clear or the more concise you can make the action step, the better it'll be for you and it's easier it'll be to implement. And then of course, I've referenced um, two different courses in this episode. So all those plus the workbook, those links will be in the show notes as well, if that's something that you're interested in. And with that, I hope you have a good night and or a day. I shouldn't even presume what time you're listening to me. And I want you to figure out how to develop unshakable faith in yourself, because you are going to be the best cheerleader you could ever have and whatever you bring to the table when you fully love yourself have confidence in yourself and you trust yourself your results just they 10x your your energy your passion your willing to adapt everything that you bring to it just responds differently because you know what you're worth you know what your power is you know how to go ahead and implement these things. And then of course, as you get good in one category or one area of your life, just take it and apply it to the next one and the next one and the next one. All right, I will talk to you later. Bye. Have a burning question for me? Want that link I was talking about? 
Get access to all the resources and links that were mentioned in this episode and others over at margaretstevens.co. And if you haven't, don't forget to sign up for my VIP list where I share special bonuses, pre-launch coupon codes, and advice I don't share anywhere else. Thanks for listening.